Hey friends, I'm uh, on my own today. This is Friday. When this airs, I'll already be back in the States, uh, God willing. But um, this is the last morning of our tour. We have a few more stops to make and then we'll be heading to the airport. Kurt's already headed to the airport to get home. And so um, we started the morning at the tomb and I couldn't uh, pass up the opportunity to land our two weeks of devotions in Israel right here at the empty tomb. Is this the tomb? We don't know. Uh, it very well could be. Just a stone's throw from here, a short walk, is the place of the skull, uh, an outcropping of rock where very likely Jesus could have been crucified. There's also a place in the old city that's been marked for centuries as the place where he was crucified and buried, and at the time that would have been outside of the city. So um, we don't know for sure, uh, but there's one thing that is sure, and well, two. Uh, the first is that his tomb is empty, okay? <laughs> He's alive, and he very much walks with you and me today. The second thing we know for sure is that the first century tomb of Jesus would have been very much like this tomb, if not this very tomb. And so um, we walked ahead a little bit of the group this morning and came into this area, and it's been nice, beautiful morning. It rained a little bit. Uh, the sun comes up. You can hear the birds in the background. It's spring in Israel, so everything's in blossom. And just seeing the country alive with green and with flowers, the almond tree blossoms, God uses that picture throughout scripture as a picture of new life and coming to life, a renewing and a reviving and a resurgence of life. And nothing represents that more than the empty tomb of Jesus, that he conquered death for you and for me. And I wanna drive that home to you in two ways. First, we live in restless, tumultuous times, uncertain times, and Jesus told us we would. Maybe you're just utterly perplexed. Maybe you're facing your own set of, of death-like circumstances today. Maybe winter has taken its toll on you and you're feeling a depression of soul and spirit and emotion and psychologically despairing. Uh, my friend, take a look at that tomb behind me and remember that if you're a believer, there is coming a spring, there's coming a harvest there's coming an explosion of life, joy, and energy in your life. And that is near-term and long-term. In the near-term, uh, God will renew your strength. He will breathe life into you. Maybe you're in a storm or a season right now, but you'll come out of that season. I've come in and out of many of those seasons. But then secondly, uh, we're going to be ultimately rescued from death and from the curse. Revelation 22 says there will be no more curse. And that's what this tomb represents. The life of Christ within us, the promise and the life and the authority, the reigning authority of Jesus Christ, that he will one day right every wrong, reckon with ultimate justice, and establish a new kingdom. And in that kingdom, you'll enjoy peace and joy and hope and flourishing forever and ever. And so that's what this tomb represents. Hope today, hope and life forever in the presence of Jesus. If you haven't trusted Jesus, my friend, he is not just the founder of some religion or some good teacher. He is the only one who came to conquer death. And I want to invite you uh, to believe in him and to follow him with us. Thanks for joining me for this short time today at the empty tomb. And for these two weeks with Kurt, it's been a great joy. I look forward to seeing you soon this weekend. And if not, then Monday again on Enough for Today.